Welcome back, wonderful listeners, to the Trey Hand Therapy Center, where we shape minds and change lives with your absolutely wonderful host, Shanna Trahan. You can now purchase the book, 10 Ways to Be a Great Parent, on the TrahanTherapyCenter.com. It's been officially endorsed by a school board president. It's not just for parents, it's for anyone who lives or works with children. Now, on to our show. everyone and welcome to the Trahan Therapy Center where we shape minds and change lives. This is your wonderful host Shanna Trahan and here today we have two wonderful guests. We're working today with DJ Quest One. He's in the house and he is the magnificent host of The Drive which is a podcast you can listen to seven days a week 24-7. And and also today we have a phenomenal young lady who is known as Sparks across the globe. She's the founder of the Payhee Movement, which is an artist collective for the greater good. You can look her up at PMVMNT on Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. So with these wonderful people here today, we're going to find a little bit out about who they are and what they do. And then we'll look at the potential benefits of counseling and why someone might counseling. Let's start with you, DJ Quest. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about The Drive? What is that? What do you do? What, what goes on with that? So basically, The Drive is um, it's a podcast that I have that I talk about. I, I was commuting to work 30, 60 miles a day, and I would pretty much just talk about all kinds of stuff, you know, films and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I started having guests and people started listening more. So I just started, I just got my friends to come on and talk about sports and talk about their professions. And I did the hip hop, um, more elements is hip hop. So I did that, which is breaking, DJing, MCing, and graffiti. So I was mm-hmm. able to get Almost all the elements, all I need to do is get a, a, a B-boy, a breaker. And I'm proud of that. And we're getting, and then I got military people, I got entrepreneurs, and people are listening. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I mean, because it sometimes takes a minute for the podcast to really hit. But mm-hmm. once people start, you know, recognizing that you're being there consistently and giving them good uh, information and yeah. uh, things that's, uh, that they can learn from, I think that it really helps it to grow. Oh, yeah, because it's just normal people like you and me do their thing. You know, one of them was a teacher. One of them was a bus driver or is a bus driver. One of them is a, a full-time DJ. Like, it's just people, what, you know, what they, lo- what they do and they're passionate about. And I think that's interesting because if someone's listening, they can be inspired or, you know, get influenced by that. Well, you know what? I was in education for 19 years and mm-hmm. certainly our young people and even adults certainly uh, could use inspiration and yeah. uh, just to recognize that the things that they're going through, that they're not the only ones going through it, that they're people mm-hmm. um, just like them that have life stories and encounter different uh, good things in their lives as well as difficulties. Yeah. Uh, I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much. And happy birthday, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't know you were gonna bring that up. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate you being here with me today. Hey, you're positive. I, I like to surround myself with positive people. Um, 
know, not, you know, negativity is not, not good, but definitely people that aim high, people that are, are going places. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Be blessed in that. Mm-hmm. Fox, what about you? I'm so happy to have you here today. I mean, you founded this great movement um, for artists that are often, unfortunately, overlooked. Um, I mean, the thing about artists is the same thing. They are, they do the same thing as musicians and as therapists. You know, they really help people uh, to feel better, to bring them to new heights. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about the Peggy movement? Oh, well, thank you, Ms. Trahan, for having me on today. Um, so just really quickly, um, Peggy movement is an organization that I started back in 2012 with the intent to be able to uplift artists who, you're right, who have been overlooked um, by encouraging them to continue to pursue their art form while being able to have the humility to give back. Um, and so what I think that Payhe Movement is moving towards is definitely taking a slower approach to gathering artists and how we choose artists because not every artist is someone who wants to genuinely give back. And that's a very important theme in Peihi because without having the experiences of loss or the real life experiences of having to be in a mode of always giving or be in a mindset of giving, you can never truly receive in a way that, or receive in a way that can enable you to give. Um, and so, that's pretty much it. We're just taking a slower approach. I have um, musicians. It was funny that you mentioned musicians because I have musicians in other countries right now that I'm working with to create a collective album that we can broadcast online and even enable um, donations or streams through donations um, that we can then donate the funds of to women in Nepal that are currently like suffering and being persecuted due to Nepalese um, traditional values. Um, there are women that when they go on their monthly cycles that they are like um, resigned to having to stay in cow stables. Um, what is a cow stable? Can you explain that to our listeners? Yeah, what is that? Oh wow. Um, <laughs> so a cow stable is a smaller version of a barn, kind of like what a shed would be here in America uh-huh. where they keep the cow. And um, young girls from the age of, I guess whenever they start their cycle, could be all the way from the age of nine, all the way up to menopause women, like grown women, um, have to go and stay in these places away from their families for from three to seven days, once a month, because they're bleeding. And so I know that it's not the brightest of subjects or topics, um, and I'm not preaching about like, I don't know, like free bleeding or anything like that. Like we kind of have a wilder perspective of what it means to be like a woman in America. Um, I just want to enable the girls who have to go to school and then stay in like a cow barn or shelter space. Um, and then like the grown women who have to stay away from the children because of something that's completely natural um, to be able to have safer places to live or safer places to reside. Because um, what has been going on in Nepal is that these women have been like, getting assaulted and harassed in these spaces because they're not safely guarded. Um, you know, um, it's kind of looked down upon that they're leading. So it's just 
something that's natural and brings light into the world that should be respected instead of being considered a cow, you know, like who's considered equal with being a cow. Wow, so. that's quite interesting. I had never heard of anything like that before, but, um, you know, having the Payhew Movement undertake something like this uh, as a part of the Artist Collective, I mean, it's really uh, something that's highly respectable. And certainly I hope that many people do hit you up at uh, PMVMNT, uh, certainly to join a collective, to go ahead and donate, and so that you guys can be able to put that album together and in turn be able to you know, give back to people who uh, are in need and helping to keep them safe and well. Yeah, um, and definitely it's not just music. We also, like you said, all art forms. So cooking, theater, music, writing, um, artists that come together and do paintings just to auction off so that we can raise money to send funds. Um, at the same time, there's always room for collaboration from um, other nonprofits and organizations that have an idea or want to set a goal to help people that are in need, not just in other countries, but right here in our hometowns and in America as well. Um, and like I said, we're just taking it slowly every step of the way, making sure that we can be able to properly give back and ensure that there's transparency in that process. So thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, and it's also it's also like a human rights. It is human rights. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, I, I you know, when you start talking about barn and cows and, you know, getting treated the same, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely. It, uh, not that this is a funny situation, but just on a lighter note, um, it actually reminds me of how I used to think of it as being funny. That sometimes when I was learning French, that like there's a phrase in French to call someone a cow. And so once I learned that there are actually people that are going and being sent to places where that is what they're thought of, because you know, in some places, Cows are holy, right? But right. in Nepal, the idea of it is something that can be easily discarded. And so for me, I just kind of—it just was crazy how that all tied together. I used mm. to use what was it, Elon Bosch, which is like she's a cow in French. Yeah. But then, like, actually realizing that there are little girls and like women, grown women, that are being forced to like be in these spaces where they can't even be around people, babies that they produce themselves—it's kind of yeah. harsh. It's kind of hard. Uh, I don't know. It just made me think a lot. <laughs> right. Well, I, I appreciate both of you being here again. DJ Quest on the drive. Glad to be here. And uh, Miss Sparks, the founder of the Payhe Movement Artist Collective for the Greater Good. Thanks for uh, having me. Thank you guys so much. Let's uh, dig right into our topic. So, as you all know, I am Shanna Trahan, LPC. And I'm here today with my wonderful guests just to look at some of the potential benefits of counseling and why people should see a therapist. So I want to give a little background. So a therapist can be someone as a licensed professional counselor. Mm -hmm. It can be looked at as um, a master's level social worker, mm -hmm. as well as and in different states. It's not always LPC but usually there's a licensure that goes behind it. And you could also see a psychologist. And the one of the biggest difference between us as therapists, which would be the LPC, the social worker or psychologist, and the psychiatrist is really going to be that the psychiatrist can prescribe meds. There are some psychiatrists who will see you in office for a short period. However, nowadays they're changing that a little bit 
uh, and they may be using some nurse practitioners who have been trained in the area of psychiatry. And uh, but really, we want to just talk about why people should seek counseling. What are some of the potential benefits? Okay. So certainly, thinking about those benefits, uh, the counseling process, first of all, just want to let you understand, is really like an educational experience or process where the client is truly spending time to learn more about him or herself, looking uh, intrinsically and also looking uh, at things perhaps through a reflective mirror. And through that time, they are hopefully acquiring some new skills and learning more about a condition if they happen to have one such as depression or anxiety. And everyone who is seeking counseling is not necessarily dealing with a diagnosis such as depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder or things like that. Sometimes it's just what a person wanting to process what they're dealing with in life, uh, whether it be something work-related, uh, child-rearing related, maybe career change related, dealing with transitions, grief, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, you know, it's their marriage or any relationship. So it's not, you do not have to be a person that is being diagnosed with anything in order to seek counseling. Like I said, career counseling and so many other types of counseling are um, counseling that people look to mm -hmm. services for. So some of the benefits, uh, I just want to share a few and then I want to speak with my guests and hear from them as to some of the things that they perceive to be possible benefits of counseling. So one could be improved communication and interpersonal skills. So certainly in working with people from around the globe, I find that this is a recurring theme, whether it be uh, communication with the employer, communication with wife, husband, spouse, that kind of thing, yeah. uh, whether it be someone having miscommunication understanding uh, from the listening perspective or even how to communicate in such a way that it's well received. That has been a huge thing. Also, maybe some people do come in uh, with concerns about self-esteem or greater self-acceptance. So um, these are often people from different walks of life. I mean, uh, people who are working to come out if they are, you know, part of the LGBT community uh, or people who are not a part of the LGBT community. Uh, they just are not sure about how to be their best selves. So each person uh, looks inside and says, you know what? I feel like something might be missing or I'm not quite sure how to make it to the next level mm -hmm. with my background or whatever I've understood about who I am and how do I become the best version of myself um, in different aspects, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, you know, all the different aspects of who they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're really looking at uh, maybe some people have some self-defeating behaviors. Uh, one of the things that's come up with uh, clients has been, you know what, I have this terrible history of getting into the same kind of relationships or uh, maybe giving too much or maybe trying to take too much, different kinds of patterns that people establish and they want to figure out how do I stop this 
negative pattern that is not getting me to the end result that I want. So those are just a few things. Um, like I mentioned before, depression, anxiety. Uh, sometimes people are dealing with new diagnoses. Someone may have cancer or some type of uh, concern like that, health concern, sometimes diabetes, things like that. And so it causes a huge change in a person's life. And um, right now, I do want to um, hear from our guests. So first we start with DJ Quest. Yeah. This time we're going to start with Sparks. And Sparks, what do you see as being some of the potential benefits of counseling? I thought that I was going to go second, so not really ready for this. Um, <laughs> you're on, you're on. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, since you cannot see me clearly through your headset, <laughs> um, I am the youngest of the group here. I'd like to say, I mean, DJ Quest, maybe you're spiritually younger, but... <laughs> um, I feel young every day. It's all right. There we go. <laughs> um, but I would like to say that in relation to my age and speaking for my age group, uh, from that perspective, I feel like there are a lot of benefits to receiving counseling or even seeking out uh, groups for counseling just so that you can have somewhere for your voice to be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm a part of the millennial group. Um, millennial. I don't really feel like I'm a millennial, but I digress. <laughs> um, I think that there are a lot of different reasons why millennials do not seek out uh, counseling. Um, one of those reasons being that we're in an age of social media. So a lot of times people feel like they can find their confidence through venting online for other people to see. And sometimes that gives them the validation. So they never really dig deeper into finding out what it is that needs to be handled within themselves. Um, but so far as another reason why counseling is good is because it actually does that for you sometimes you can go to someone and meet with them and first of all counseling is it's um what's that word there's so many words (laughs) counseling is no it's like the word where like therapeutic nah it's like where it's totally secret Oh, certainly, certainly confidential. Oh, it's confidential. So like people, it's not that uh, millennials today have like the fear of their business being spread out in the streets, Uh, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know if I can really get that comfortable with one person that I only see uh, once a week or every so often to tell them all of this. And I just think that people get so giddy and ready to jump online and tell people stuff that when it comes down to actually going to get counseling for it, it's like, well, nobody on the internet said that I have a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> I might be okay. Might be okay. So do you believe that millennials could benefit, some millennials could certainly benefit from counseling, but that because their peers have not pointed out to them that it would be beneficial that a lot of them don't seek it? Oh, um, definitely. I, I feel like that is a, that's the right on the nail. You hit the hammer, the nail on the hammer. Yeah, the hammer on the nail. Hammer. The, hammer. <laughs> the nail on the head. <laughs> the nail on the head. Or a nail in the coffin. 
Nail in the coffin. <laughs> um, I was just trying to say that for editing purposes. Okay, so yeah, exactly that because there are these times where people that were once before um, very shy or to themselves are not emboldened to go online and do things that would in person be something that would be looked down upon, but on the internet is entertainment for someone else. So why would these people online tell them, you know, hey, um, you should chill out when they're getting laughs off of it and people are getting likes. So in a way it's like a toxic cycle of like validation. Okay, I, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. What do you think about that DJ Quest? I think that- The toxic cycle of validation. Yeah, I mean, when it, it all boils down to how do you feel and Going back to social media, I think this generation is a. Uh, um, so, like she was, like I was saying, the social media be self-aware and how do you feel. So yeah, what she was saying, it does hit a lot of, a lot of points, a lot of key points. Because when you get counseling, you know, people are scared. People don't want the information to go out. They don't trust anyone, and especially uh, the millennials. Everything is social media. Everything is Twitter and. And I can't believe sometimes people commit suicide because of it. That's really sad, you know, and that's, they need someone to talk to. And then counseling that comes into place. You could go speak to someone, hey, this is how I feel. And I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, and it's not just how you feel. It's, I need to speak to someone, you know, because if you don't speak to, no, to someone and they can give that opinion, where do you go? Like, you don't want to tell your parents. You don't want to tell your, your significant other. You don't trust them. You don't want to tell your friends because then they might say something. And I think counseling will be where it, you know, could definitely be, um, be useful and you could be helpful. So I think that there's probably, that a lot of people don't know the information, like how to get help. There's that, and there's that, you know, you might see a, a Instagram thing about Beyonce 20 times, but how many times are you going to see a post about getting help? What? Only if it's something that uh, Instagram knows that you need help with because you've been Googling it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, was it algorithms? Oh, yeah. Algorithms, yeah. yeah. That will show up, you know, I need help. Like, I was, go ahead. Oh, but I was going to ask you mm -hmm. if you've ever actually had any of your friends approach you and have you ever had like one of those times where you like kind of felt like that person needed extra help beyond what you could provide? Yeah, I have. I have friends that, that came to me about relationship problems and I've had relationship problems. Um, but I did have a friend that was most of the time he was, he was depressed and I just didn't get to him. You know, he just felt shitty about himself. And I wanted to help, but how can you help someone if they don't want to open up? Yeah. Yeah. There, there are so many resources out here. Um, I mean, you know, you can definitely call the Trahan Therapy Center right here in Houston, Texas. There um, go. But outside of that, uh, one app that, you know, right now I know they're giving like a 30 days free uh, and that's betterhelp.com. So mm -hmm. it's really important to know that there are avenues to seek out the help and assistance that you need. Insofar as looking at yourself as, you know, needing to meet a certain criteria because of what other people are doing, you know, you just have to focus on you being your best self. 
Um, I do want to also share the phone number for the National Suicide Hotline, and that's 1-800-273-8255. So here uh, at the Trahan Therapy Center, we're talking about reasons that people should seek out counseling. I just wanted to hit a few more. Mm -hmm. I've certainly done screeners for things such as uh, parents will come in or even adults will come in for themselves and they'll say, hey, you know what, I'm having attention issues. You know, I might have ADHD. Can you, you know, check me out with that? You know, see where I am with that. And so what does that process look like? So that person makes their appointment, they come in, we go, we do the screener, I get the scores. And if it appears that that is what they're suffering with or dealing with, I refer them to a psychiatrist that I work with or one that's in network for them. And that person, you know, will come communicate with that psychiatrist. Um, also, some of the th- other things are maybe, as I mentioned before, family relationship problems, perhaps other self-defeating behaviors or habits, uh, issues of grief and loss, managing stress, coping with traumatic events. Certainly, I've dealt with uh, individuals who've had to deal with domestic violence or sexual assaults depression, lack of motivation, panic attacks, mm-hmm. problems with alcohol or drugs, issues with eating behaviors or even body image, problems with anger, sexual concerns, and compulsive behaviors. One thing I want to say about body image is that unfortunately, I remember growing up in a time when commercials, everybody had to have their clothes on. And as I got older, I started seeing less and less clothes and more and more cleavage. And, you know, people just will go to any lengths to sell something. And certainly over the years, more and more people have looked into become, you know, they become anorexic or bulimic and their concern is looking like the cover girl on any magazine. Mm -hmm. And what I do want to say is thank you so much to some of these companies who are making the norm be people, everyday people. And if you're a size six or if you're a size 10, if you're a size 12, you know, that is really important. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I just think that, I mean, we've got to just make people feel okay and also give them the pros and cons maybe. So the benefits of, you know, having a healthy diet, that kind of thing, not telling people, oh, you need to be a size um it just has to do with a lot of marketing and these like uh let's see a side show um nice tease on uh one of the girls she comes out on um the hand of rocks i don't know what her she, i don't know what her name is she's a blondie she does not convince me as a detective like she's skinny she's good looking but why can't someone normal be a detective? Like someone heavy, maybe heavy set or, you know, older. They Hollywood does this. They put all these good looking people in the movies, in the shows, and they make you think like, you know, okay, this is what's what it is, and it's really not. Um what her name what's her name to hear? I'll get I'll get back to uh yeah Rebecca the 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 morning that one 
She does not convince me that she's a detective. <laughs> I feel like that's a whole But we're going back to the size, the image, the, sex the body image, and all that sex right. sells, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and shout out to Lizzo doing her thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she was just here at U of H. Shout out U of H. You know, because, because Jacoby. I, I think I think being normal, not even if you're obese or even if you're medium, you're not a size zero, you're not a size two, is all right. It's these companies, like you said, thank, shout out to all the companies that are taking in these people that are normal, people that are not super skating, you know, these models, like, they have to be six feet tall, they have to be 120 pounds, like, that's just insane. Right, which causes a lot of, which that's a whole different topic, I mean, which causes you a know, lot of drug abuse. So I think, like that, I think that it, 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 it you know, it, that issue is, is a problem, and to this day, there's, you gotta show more skin and all that, like, no, that, it, I don't agree with it. I think people, oh, the the women or the guys that want to look like that men's health cover guy or EQ or you know what's that other one? Cosmo cosmetolog cosmetolog cosmopolitan. There you go, that magazine. It's not all right. Normal people should be on. And we love those magazines. <laughs> you know, it's just, those are just examples. Yeah, I'm not bashing um, on them, but I. I, I just want to say Cosmopolitan has never had any useful sex health advice or any <laughs> useful boyfriend dating quizzes. And on the note of mm-hmm. body positivity, I have no problem with people that are comfortable in their skin, mm-hmm. but there is an unhealthy level of weight and on the plus side and on the negative side mm-hmm. of like really skinny. But if you think about it, don't even have to think about it really deeply. It's really expensive to move product from one place to another. If clothes are being made by people in factories that are only getting paid 60 cents a day, then obviously they want the product to remain, what, cheap. Mm -hmm. So the the least amount of fabric that they use is the best. So why not make it like... (laughs) But I mean, yeah, I mean, you're you're being, uh, you're really, you know, being a devil's advocate here, which is fine. (laughs) And I mean, that is another way of looking at it. And so I can appreciate the capitalistic side of that. So, but ultimately we're talking about mental health and we want to get more people seeing therapists. We want more yeah. young people to speak to their school counselors and mm-hmm. ask them to refer you out to a therapist in your area. Um, some school counselors definitely are licensed mental health providers. However, the difference between a school counselor is that a school counselor generally will have a certification given through that state's education board. Mm-hmm. However, a licensure is usually given through a state mental health uh, licensure board. And the training is different through mental health for mental health is much more in depth. And that is not attempting to take away the the knowledge and wisdom of men, many school counselors who have just lived life and have a good idea of how to help some young people with things that they're dealing with. So certainly, if you uh, have children, please encourage them. If they they're not talking to you, to certainly talk to their school counselors. Mm-hmm. And you know, as an educator of 19 years, certainly I've had many students to share things with me, confide in me, and I would you know give them the best information that I knew. Because if I didn't give it to them as an adult, they would go to their peers, who might not give them something that was valid, valuable, healthful, and Validation. helpful. 
So um, I really just want to thank our guests again today. We had this awesome DJ Quest One. Uh, we're happy to be here. And also the <coughs> unforgettable Sparks um, for the Payhee movement. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you guys so much for being here at the Trahan Therapy Center where we shape minds and change lives. Right. We're online at TrahanTherapyHouston.com. Also at Trahan Therapy on Instagram. Reach out to us. Just know that we do keep your information private. It doesn't matter if you're a superstar to your mom, to yourself, or to the world. Uh, everything that we do is 100% quiet and kept uh, private. HIPAA requires that. Have a great day. All right. I have a good one. Later. It was lovely having you join us. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe below and like us. Check out our blog at trayhandtherapycenter.com. Remember, every day is a holiday. Treat yourself with a copy of the book at thetrayhandtherapycenter.com and share one with a friend. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend too. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.